and welcome to bite-sized brain candy uh today's episode is just gonna be chat us chatting just like old friends like which we are and, but it's like <laughs> the person listening or watching you're like one of our friends too just chatting and listening along <laughs> indeed um man where do we start i, I don't <laughs> i probably should um, I watched a, a really good movie this weekend that since that's our whole thing we can start with that um it was called Love and Monsters starring Dylan O'Brien um mm-hmm. and it was like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi adventure where he was going uh across 85 miles across land in this apocalypse so that's really dangerous uh to reunite with his sweetheart his high school sweetheart um it was a very good movie it was only $4.99 to rent on Amazon, but I know it's on Netflix and other territories. So I guess if you have like a VPN, you can like use that to watch it. But yeah, it was, it was really good. I, I remember seeing, I think like previews and stuff for that a while ago, I feel like, but I completely forgot about it, but I do love Dylan O'Brien. Um, he's, he's always good. So he, he's great. And it was, he was great in the movie. He really cared, like the movie was a good, I really liked the concept, but I also thought he kind of, he carried the movie, you know, like it could, some other actor could have done a really terrible job, like playing his part, and then the movie would have felt like disappointing, but he did 10 out of 10 for, for, for our man Dylan. Wonderful, <laughs> I'm happy for him. I've been watching, um, I've, well, I started watching Shadow and Bone on Netflix, um, which is based off of the Shadow and Bone series from Lee Bardugo, as well as the Six of Crows duology. And I I read, so whenever this show was announced, I had not read the books yet. So I made it kind of my mission to read them all before the show came out. I did not succeed in reading all of them. I read the trilogy, Shadow and Bone trilogy, and managed to get through all of that. And now I'm currently waiting on Barnes and Noble to send me the Six of Crows. <laughs> so on Barnes and Noble, hurry up! There's there's Netflix shows to be watched. <laughs> yeah, I think it shipped today. I'm on episode three, and I'm like, I was gonna wait for the books, and I was like, but wait, I really want to watch it. I'm really excited about it, so I started it. Uh, but it's difficult because both of the series are intertwined in this, so I'm having to. I know half of the story but I'm missing the other half and I want to go ahead and read that. So I have that in my head. Mm-hmm. So you kind of know, know what's what. Yeah, exactly. It would be a lot easier if I had the books, I think, because I would either need to have read neither of the series or like both of them and it would make it easier. This may just be a me thing because I know, I think Lee Bardugo did like a Q&A about it, maybe on Instagram or something, talking about how you didn't have to read both of them it would be fine. And the show is doing a good job of making me understand everything. I just feel like I, I would like that extra layer of knowledge of the books. So yeah. we'll see. I think the books are, I think my books are supposed to be here on Friday. So hopefully I'll breeze through them this weekend and then finish the show next week. But yeah. so far I'm enjoying it. I, so the series itself, uh, I liked the Shadow and Bone series, but it wasn't like, top tier favorite of mine it was just something I enjoyed reading and it was an easy read I think I read through it pretty quickly it is kind of difficult to get into if you're unexpecting it I guess or unexpecting that is that (laughs) (laughs) if you're not expecting like 
so much world building because I wasn't prepared for how much world building the books were going to take. And Lee Bardugo, I think, did a really good job with it. It was just kind of a lot to get through. And a lot of, like the first book was mostly all exposition because it had to be. Um, I, oh, I hate that. I've never, I've never read these or watched the show. And I'm like, I don't want like a bunch of exposition. Like, I don't want you, I want uh, the first book in the series. I want it to feel like a complete story. And then you're just like, but wait, there's more. There's, yeah. It's not over. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I've never read it. <laughs> it. It is pretty good. It's just a lot of like building up and the books are kind of, to me, it feels like the books are kind of short when you've got all this world building to do. So I feel like there were pieces that I didn't, I don't remember very well that I'm seeing in the show and are making a little more sense there. Um, and maybe I just needed the two different aspects of looking at it. But either way, I'm enjoying it. I enjoyed the series as a whole. And I think Lee Bardugo did a good job of keeping the story moving even with all of the exposition, even though it was all really there <laughs> and necessary because it's like, I haven't read anything quite like it before I don't think okay. so um but I also in the same vein of reading I recently read Crescent City by Sarah J Mass finally I've had it on my shelf for probably a year <laughs> and haven't read it because I, I started it but it was so uh it was another one of those like really heavy world building stuff oh. so the start of it is really where all of that happens and you got to get past that and then it's like okay we're in this now I know what I know what the world is and now you got to give me the actual story and I yeah. just wasn't ready I wasn't ready for the world building so I didn't read it back then but I read it this past week Yay. really good <laughs> I think I I saw some not so great reviews online which I think is why I also didn't stick with it the first time but it was really good. I very much enjoyed it. It made me very angry at the beginning in a good way. Um, and then <laughs> devastated at the end, but then like, okay, it was good. It was a good read. I recommend it if you like um, fantasy books because it was a lot of fun. It, and it's also like a mystery. So they're solving a mystery in it. That's cool. Yeah, you can't listen to the, the critics always because like everyone's opinions are subjective. So like, so it's like someone's like, this book sucks. It's like, well, you might think that, but actually I really enjoy it. So let me enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it always like, I always try to avoid reviews of things that I really am interested in because I know that it's going to sway me too much. Like it's going to affect my experience and I can't get into that. I can't do it. I understand. It's like, I just want, I just want to enjoy this thing. Even if like the critics are saying, oh, it's not well done, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? I don't care what you have to say I'm going to enjoy this thing <laughs> yeah leave me alone with it let me have it yeah it's like plot was underdeveloped it's like nah I don't care the characters are fun like who cares yeah. about the plot right out the window yeah I really I think I want to it's not what I'm trying to say I would rather critics not be a thing I think Ooh, interesting just like totally like the profession is just gone. I mean, it's already it's kind of dying out. Yeah. Everyone can kind of be a, a critic in their own way. Like we literally have a podcast where we talk about movies and TV. So in a way we're critics, but like actual people who are like paid to be critics. Yeah, it's kind of a dying out. I feel like it's just so mean. Yeah. Like, why? Why do we have to do that? Can we not like, 
individuals having their own opinion yeah that's good have that but I mean I guess I guess there's also like the highbrow aspect of it of like these people study this craft and they know it's good or bad but I don't think that's fair with something creative I don't think you can really say this is definitively bad necessarily because someone out there is gonna like it you know exactly even like the worst movie in the world someone is like this is my comfort movie don't make fun of it like yeah I think yeah like you said the people study for years to be like experts in like film criticism or film analysis but it's like you know what sometimes people are just here to have a good time and and that's and that's it like when we did our our fashion reaction video of Met Gala fashion like we don't know what we're talking about but we're having a good time and we hope you are too so if we said that's ugly that dress is ugly or whatever you can think it's beautiful like that's that's the thing yeah it may not be for us but it could be for you and that's okay you know we're not we're not being uh critics in you know any sort of professional sense we're just saying hey we like this hey we don't like this and that's okay that's that's the that's the the brain candy way you know we talk about this this entertainment of all types mostly movies and tv but you know we talk about books and and music sometimes other things too um but yeah we just we're just here to talk about what we think and if you disagree that's okay i um I was thinking today, and I think for the past, like, week or so, I've been feeling this way, but I just, I really miss Starkid. <laughs> oh, yeah, then you, like, like, I don't want to be like, hey, guys, you should do something. Yeah. Because they have, like, lives and stuff, but it's also, like, make another show, like, do another live stream, yeah. something to keep my interest peaked. This is what happens, like, when, when a movie or show, and when I'm waiting for a sequel, I'm waiting for a new season or I'm just waiting for like more content to be created, I get like bored and I like forget about stuff. And then it's yeah. like, oh, by the way, new Starkid show. And then I'm like, oh, Starkid's back? I guess I gotta get get back into it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And it usually, so the way it's been happening for the last year, two, I think for the past little bit, is every time I start to get that little like, oh, I miss him, I miss him, where are they? they do release something about the time I get there. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that's what that means. Um, But it probably just means I miss them and there's not much happening. But maybe, just maybe, uh, yeah, I'll see. But I mean, they did have, John did have that uh, Among Us stream recently that was fun. Yeah, Among Us is fun. I haven't played in ages. Like it was so big in the fall. And I got into it, and then now I just, like, it just sits on my phone and takes up yeah. space. Like, ugh. But I, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I like watching other people play Among Us more than I like playing Among Us. Just because yeah. I only like playing if, I don't like playing with strangers anymore. I only like playing, like, with my friends. Yeah, I agree. Playing with strangers is, like, too, it's too much anxiety. I can't do it. And, I know. Like, and like, all the typing and stuff, it's too much work. Yes, when you're with friends, you can, like, Zoom about it, like, while you yeah. do it. So you don't have to, yeah, type everything out. I'm not a fast typer, okay? Well, I am on my keyboard, like, on my computer, but not on my phone. And I'm like, that's just when you have to hold Especially your- Especially now that it's sideways. Yeah, <laughs> my keyboard is so freaking long. My fingers can't stretch that far. It's like, this is an outrage. This is an outrage. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I'm glad I don't have, like, a talk feature for, like- among us with strangers I would never have played if that was it like ew no way <laughs> absolutely not I couldn't do that um <laughs> 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 so 
So switching gears a little bit, um, have you been writing any recently? Here's the thing. The only thing I didn't even, I don't even think I've written it. I've just like brainstormed it. It's not a real story. It's fan fiction for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is so embarrassing. But yeah, I have this idea. I don't even know how to talk about it. I'm so embarrassed. But yeah, <laughs> I have this idea for like, oh, wait, here's how I could like fill in some plot holes, like put in some new characters. So I've been like brainstorming that, but I haven't actually written it. And also, if I do write it, like, good for me, I guess. It's not like it's funny. <laughs> uh, what about you? Have you been writing anything? I've been writing a little bit. So I've been in kind of like a weird writing slump for the last month. It's been really like not fun. Um, but I do, I have like a writer session like once a week with a friend of mine and we sit, we're writing a project together. So that's very helpful and that's been keeping me going. But on my, my book has been struggling a lot. Uh, but I, I wrote the past couple of days. I've written quite a bit on it. So I'm hoping to keep this momentum and I'm in that. So it's, in, it's my first draft of it. So I know it's going to be like the hardest with it is just getting it all down. So I'm trying not to focus too much on the finer details that I can go back in and fix later, trying to remind myself, you just got to get it written. You can't do anything with it if it's not written. So let's start with that. Just just get it to get, yeah. I'm just trying to get something on the page. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I, I tried to work on, I have this idea, I think I may have mentioned it, but I can't remember, of like this sci-fi anthology, I guess it's a TV show, and I, I literally I sat in front of my computer and I was like, I'm going to work on this, and then I just stared at my blinking cursor and I didn't write anything. I just, I don't know if it should be a book, I don't know if it should be a TV show, I don't know if it should be a movie, I don't know if it should be an anthology at all, and it just stresses me out, so I just don't do it, I just don't write, I'm like, oh, back to my fan fiction. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I think my, my book started as like a little anthology thing, mm -hmm. I think, or a, a short story collection. It started as a short story collection. And then I just went and was like, you know what? This isn't working. I'm just going to make it a world. And so I did. Nice. And I'm on chapter 22. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's exciting I'm almost 30,000 words into it so we're getting somewhere that's awesome that's that's a NaNoWriMo project I think it's like 30,000 words for for national novel writing month so you've hit it you've made hit a milestone I did it I'm, I'm my goal is 70,000 um and I like I'm using this thing I think it's called Shrivener I feel like I also say it wrong every time I say it uh Oh, it's like Scrivener or Shrivener. I've mentioned it before. Great, mm -hmm. great software if anyone's interested in it. For writers of any type, I think. They have like manuscript formats and stuff in there. And it also, for my project, I have it broken down by like parts. So part one, part two, part three. And then the individual chapters are each files of their own. So it just keeps it all separate and organized instead of one giant Word document which is so unorganized and so stressful to see. But I have it so it counts, it does like a word count and it has like set goals in mind for each chapter. So each of my chapters has to be 1,666 words. Oh, a nice, uh, a nice uh, superstitious number. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, nice, <laughs> sort of round even number to mm -hmm. yeah. get a goal. Yeah, and it doesn't like, I'm, 
not stuck to that goal, you know, cause like my general goal for the book is 50,000 to 70,000 words. So anywhere in there, I'm fine. And each chapter, if it hits that goal, great. If it doesn't, that's fine. But another chapter has to make up for that. Just so that way, you know, or if one goes over, that means one can go a little less and that's okay. So yeah, and there's a little, a little leeway. That's, I think that's a good way to be with like writing. It's like, you have to be flexible with like the writing process, not put too many like goals on yourself if that makes sense or also then it's just not fine it's just a chore like I write to have fun I write to make other people laugh or chuckle even (laughs) or do the thing where they just like breathe out of their nose a little bit (laughs) hey that's (laughs) if I've done if someone's done that after reading something I wrote I'm a happy gamber so yeah I think the writing should be fun too if especially in my case I'm trying to make write things that are fun absolutely yeah it's it should be fun. And I am trying to make sure it stays that way for me. And it, you know, I also really want to get this written. So I'm trying to find that balance of keeping disciplined without like burning myself out on it. But I, I find that I really like other creative mediums to help me continue on my book. And one thing that annoys me so much is that I can't draw. (laughs) I'm not an artist at all in that sense. And it makes me so sad. And I, I admire people who are because I know it takes I know there's like you know natural talent but there's also a lot of work and dedication that goes into learning it mm-hmm. and so I oh man love to I want to draw my characters is the thing like I want to see my characters can't draw so I've been looking on the internet for a while for some sort of like character creator to make like realistic oh yeah they have pick pick crew or whatever you can make avatars those are like cartoon avatars but they're still it's something or you could do yeah. well like what wattpad authors do where they like cat make a cast like pick real actors be like okay florence Pugh, you're the lead of my book or, or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah i've been trying to figure something out with that because i really i haven't found i found a couple that i used but i didn't really like them so i'm just gonna keep looking at the end of the day if it really comes down to it i guess i could make them on the sims hey. and just go with it <laughs> make them do things like oh oh no he's trapped in the pool <laughs> no diving board there's no ladder out <laughs> my sister and i when we i've never played the sims but we used to play roller coaster tycoon and we would make it to the roller coaster would fly into like a lava volcano because <laughs> we were little 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 nasty the rotten kids no just kidding we were very nice kids but we were a little mischievous when we yeah. played that game. oh man i love the sims it's such a fun game it's so like i the sims 4 has its issues like there's a whole whole thing about it especially now but the Sims is like a fun gaming franchise and The Sims 3 is my favorite both for nostalgia reasons and also because it's just like there's so much to do. The Sims 2 also has a lot to do. I just haven't played it as much as The Sims 3 but so fun. Fun games. I've also I've been playing I haven't really been playing The Sims a lot lately but I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley um, and that's so fun. Yeah, I've heard of that, but I have no idea what it is. So <laughs> if you would love to yeah. tell tell us what that means. <laughs> so Stardew Valley is a farming simulator at the base level. So you are you inherit your grandfather's farm in this uh, little Stardew Valley. And 
you get to interact with the townspeople and like create your little farm, build up your farm. You get to have animals like cows and pigs and and chickens. <laughs> um, you can also go mining and like get a bunch of gemstones and also fight monsters. You can go fishing. You can do all these fun things. It is so relaxing and there's like an endless number of things to do. It's so much fun. Can't recommend it enough. I have it on my Switch. A lot of people play it on PC because you can mod on the PC. So that's fun. It's really fun. Sounds cool. Yeah, I do like I, I do like the idea of just like I like farming type games. I used to play this one that was like a settler game, like kind of like an Oregon Trail type thing. And it was basically the same thing where it's like, oh, this is our land now. Time to like build your farm. <laughs> like and and hunt animals and it was i don't know it's just like something about it's fun it's very relaxing to like get your little plants in a row and and, and yes. feed your your little pioneer family at least that's what i was doing yeah oh, there's man. it's such i can't recommend it enough and there's so many options with it and it is very relaxing nice i like a relaxing game Oh, there was this game that I was obsessed with when I, on my, it used to be like a phony. My friend told me about it and it was like something about like something, something, either university or something, something high school. And it was basically just like, yeah, like you play a person in high school and, and, but it was like, oh gosh, I can't even think of like a game that it's like similar to. Maybe it's like, it's like a, I hate to compare it to episode, that like app that everyone like roasts, but like it was kind of like episode before episode was a thing and it was like you're choosing options and you're like building your little campus and like going to class and then there was another option that was the exact same game by the same developers but you were a celebrity trying to become famous which is like the kim kardashian game <laughs> used to be big it was it was fun that does sound fun i love i like the little choosy games where you get to kind of just like turn your brain off and just have a nice time making virtual people do things yeah and if it's roller coaster tycoon you might make them fly into a lava volcano or if you have zoo tycoon which was one another one i had you build or you build a lion pen this is so morbid i'm so sorry but you build the pen for the lions with like the cheap fence material and like at some point during the game they'll tear down the fence and run around the zoo <laughs> oh my gosh it was so <laughs> And then you, and then of course you lose, uh, and then like the whole thing with like the tycoon games, it's like, oh my gosh, like no one wants to come to your zoo because lions ran free and you had to like corral them back in. Like, it's funny. <laughs> that sounds like a fun time. Maybe I should do that. It was, it was fun. It was, it was very fun. I, I love it. I, I wonder if I, yeah, I'm like, do I still have zoo tycoon? Would it even work on my computer? Probably not. It's so old. But I love it. Dig it up and see if I can find it. That'd be fun. Oh, I love it. Also, I've got my, this is my favorite little, I love like little squeezy toys. And this one is shaped like a little brain. Ooh. <laughs> That's so fun. I, I like, I feel like I've had so many of those and I just lose them. Yeah, they're so small. They can like slip away. But I, I got this one on my desk. Well, my, <laughs> my thinking cap. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing with a cap. <laughs> oh, hey, that works. That's whatever, whatever works. Uh, just... If I don't have this, I, I'll just like, I have this hand sanitizer thing that's like I like to hold. It's like a little. Yeah. It's like I just have to hold something and like mess with it. 
It's like ASMR. I'm gonna not to like freak people out, but I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, it's like. And now, this is the hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's strawberry pound cake flavored. Very. This is a teal colored cap that I don't know what it goes to. <laughs> it's it's a it's Seahawk teal. That was our our school mascot. If you're a long time listener, you'll know what that means. But that's a, a deep cut for our new listener. It is. Wow. Long ago. Deep cut. Almost. Yeah, I was thinking about that. We started. Well, okay. We started the podcast in like July. We didn't post our first episode until September. But y'all, how exciting is that? It's a, in a few months. It'll have been one year of. Well, it was the bookends pod, and now it's brain candy. But same thing. Same thing. Same difference. It's one year of us doing a podcast. That's wild. Oh. No. Oh. Nice. We got to think of, it's the dinner bell. No, just kidding. We have to think of, we got to think of like one good thing to end, like a topic to end the podcast with. Because this is, I don't know if I actually explained what a, a bite-sized bit is, what brain candy bite-sized or bite-sized brain candy, whatever I called it. You know, <laughs> we've only done one of these before, but they're just like slightly shorter episodes less like planned out so that's why it's just us we're just chatting talking about that's why this has had no structure whatsoever and we went on a (laughs) tangent about what we hold in our hands while we talk yes i wonder (laughs) there's not there's not really good asmr with a little squeezy brain but he's he's funny uh yeah what's i'm trying to think what's like a good a good closer um i could <laughs> i could tell you all the plot of my fan fiction but i think i'm gonna have to keep that on lock until i actually write it <laughs> the secret. i am excited though I, if anyone i don't want to spoil the ending of falcon winter soldier but it was epic did you did you watch it are you caught up i am not caught up i'm behind oh my gosh i won't say anything it's a good thing that i didn't start talking about my fan fiction then but <laughs> it's if you, that's my, my ending point is you should watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One, if you're a fan of Marvel. Two, if you're a fan of like badass action heroes. Uh, and three, if you, if you love watching people fly around and, and, and punch with metal arms, then it's, it's exactly your show. <laughs> I think I'll end my, I'll do my ending point on Crescent City by Sarah J. Mass. If you're at all interested in fantasy books or oh it's a it's not it's not young adult but it is like adult series now uh just go like read that because it's really good it's really long but it's very good and get past like the first few chapters and you're totally like in the depths of the actual like story plot the plot it's it's so good the setup is so important though so pay attention (laughs) Yeah, don't don't slack on the exposition. As much as we want to get right to the characters and like the the plot, don't slack on the exposition. Anyway, this was a fun little episode. Just nice little chats because <laughs> need a chill time. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to see it or listen to it, you're either on one of the two platforms. The listening one being probably Spotify, because I feel like that's where most of our listeners come in, uh, or on YouTube where you're watching. I don't know why I went down this road, but just I want to let people know you can do either or both. Or Apple Podcasts, and there's like on Anchor, there's like a million other options. So yeah, just 
just check it out. If you're, I mean, you already are, but tell your friends to check it out. <laughs> yeah. And if you're usually listening, maybe watching would be fun. Or if you're normally watching, maybe listening would be yeah. fun. Get our YouTube views higher than one per video, guys. Come on. I know we know you guys want to watch too. Uh, if you're not watching, how are you going to see my brain-shaped stress ball? Or my cap. That is very important to me. Yes, exactly. You can only get this content <laughs> when you watch on YouTube. No, no, no guilting if you're just a listener. We love you anyway, always and forever. Yes, thank you again so much for listening slash watching. If you want to connect with us on socials, you can do so at braincandy underscore pod. And I got it right for the first time since we switched. And we'll see you guys again next time. Bye.